Podcasters, Batman Brave and the Bold, episode 64, Four Star Spectacular. My name is Joe. Hello, Eric. Hello, Joe. Welcome. I had to learn how to re- relearn how to speak. I, I noticed. I, that was weird. <laughs> That's odd. I, I have spoken today prior to, to this. Uh, you've spoken to me yeah. even yeah. prior to this. Yeah. yeah. Not, not that long ago. No. Huh. Interesting. Yep. All right. Well, you know what happens. I'd learn to ride my bike three or four times. So, just like riding a bike doesn't exactly apply all the time. Nope. Yep. So once I learned, I got it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Think you could ride a bike now? Uh, probably. Okay. Last time I rode a bike uh, was uh, a couple months ago. And it was the first time I'd ridden a bike in quite a while, yeah. and uh, my tire blew out oh. while I was riding it, because it had been sitting in my garage for several <laughs> years prior, and I'm sure just rot it. Sure. That's a thing that happens. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so I, I do not currently have a functioning bike to ride, because I have not gotten it fixed yet, but right. uh, but once I do, sure. I'm pretty sure I'll still know how to ride it. All right. Yeah. I, I have not ridden a bike uh, outside of uh, a stationary bike. In, I would say, decades. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stationary bike counts. I guess. I think. Yeah, I don't know. There's an instability to a regular bike. That's true. That the stationary bike does not have. That's true. It is superior to the regular bike in that respect. (laughs) If you're overly concerned about falling down. (laughs) I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Right. I believe in you. Uh, so yes, Four Star Spectacular. Yeah, was a uh, <clears throat> was a series, a comic series back in the seventies. Was it? It was. Okay. It was an anthology series. I see. It. Uh, uh, I, I did a little bit of research uh, while we were watching it, and ran for only six issues. All right. I believe it was a victim of the DC implosion. Yes. I'm so. glad you mentioned that because I do want to bring that up later. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So, so, cold open. Yeah. There is nothing. There's, yeah. The, it's, uh, there's nothing. It, it's the vacuum of space. It bothered us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that it, 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 uh, it was jarring <laughs> to go straight from Bugs Bunny to the opening credits. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I recently had to buy a new, uh, Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so. Basically using it for the first time here, yeah, uh, especially for for our show, and uh, I don't know, maybe I fucked something up uh, <laughs> putting the disc in, hitting the wrong button. Yeah, yeah, you never know with technology. You are using your phone as the remote. I am, which is wrong, <laughs> but also right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I could control my TiVo from here with my phone if I needed to. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, you know, you're watching TV, you almost always have your phone with you anyway. Yeah. Why not uh, put it to some good use? I don't want to stop what I'm doing on my phone to have to change a channel. <laughs> I'm in the middle of important Tumblr reading or Twitter also reading. That's what you have your tablet for. Okay. <laughs> and or laptop. Yes. <laughs> Devices. <laughs> Devices for consuming content. Yep. That's what it's all about. 
Uh, but yeah, there there was uh, there was no cold open here. No, no, not at all. It, again, it confused me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but we jump right into it, and uh, here we go with Batman teaming up with with uh, somebody. Yeah. No. No, not exactly. Not not even a bit. Not even a bit. No. <laughs> Uh, much like that comic series you were just talking about, mm-hmm. of the same name of this, this episode. It's an anthology episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, appropriately enough, four. Yeah. Four different stars to this four star spectacular. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. None, none of the, none of the stars is Batman. Not really. Yeah. yeah. And I would, uh, even go so further to say, as as uh, none of the stars of, of the individual stories here are Batman regulars. No, definitely not. Not on this show. And, and for some, sure, some even some first timers. Uh huh. Yeah. Because uh, I do think that we've had Adam Strange before. We have had Adam Strange before, and he's our first story. Yes. As we get a, a nice title card, I forget what the the title of his segment was. I don't remember the titles to any of the segments. I kind of remember two of them. Okay. Maybe three. (laughs) The Adam Strange one is not one of them. It was probably like Mystery in Space or something. Right, yeah. (laughs) Dumb bullshit. (laughs) Or Strange Adventures. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's, a classic... uh, Hanna-Barbera style uh, title card with mm-hmm. little, uh, Adam Strange in an action pose. And, and yeah, it's an Adam Strange story. This is, this is an Adam Strange story, yes. He is uh, standing on a rooftop uh, with, with a present in hand. Uh, he is about to get zapped by his, his fabled Zeta Beam, which will take him to the planet Ron, mm-hmm. which will, uh, he will reunite with his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And give her a fabulous anniversary gift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, the Zeta Beam shows up and takes the uh, neighboring water tower instead of him. Yeah. yeah. Just strikes right next to him. Yep. And he is uh, confused. Yeah. Because that's not supposed to happen. It's nope. supposed to, he, he calculated it. It's supposed to hit him and not a water tower. Yep. Uh, so, uh, the, the Zeta Beam seems to be going crazy. Mm-hmm. It is just zapping everything in sight, except for him. Yeah. Uh, just striking he, randomly. Yep. Uh, street signs, cars, uh, tiny dogs a, a walking very, on the street. A very small dog. Yeah. Yeah. I was well, concerned about the dog. I know you were. <laughs> You're always concerned about the dog. We need to talk about this dog. Alright. <laughs> Come back to it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Adam is uh, now chasing the Zeta Beam, uh, zooming through the streets of whatever city he's in. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I just automatically assumed Gotham, but... It's usually a safe assumption yeah, on this show. Right. But, yeah, it's not identified specifically yeah. as Gotham. Uh, and uh, he, he drops his present. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which then gets immediately run over by a car. Yeah. And just flattened. Yep. So, hopefully it was not anything living. Yeah. Or too expensive. Right. Uh, but but uh, it's gone now, and, and Adam uh, keeps on with his mission. He is going to catch that Zeta Beam. And he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but then he, he just immediately transported to uh, the planet Ron. No. No. No, no he's not. No. Yeah. No. Uh, he, he's transported to uh, some random planet full of Earth junk. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the Earth junk that we have just seen. Yes. And a tiny dog. And a tiny dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's lucky that uh, the atmosphere on this planet is breathable. Yep. Or I'd be very upset right now. You know they're not going to do anything to that dog. I don't know. Why would they do that to that dog? <laughs> well, okay. Later on. Later on, there is something that happens. <laughs> not to a dog. Right. No, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he, uh, uh, Adam Strange finds himself on a strange world full of all of this stuff that's been taken from Earth. And, uh, he's, he's, uh, exploring carefully with his, uh, his, uh, laser blaster yep. uh, at the ready. And he crests a hill of junk. And, uh, and he finds a, a familiar face. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's Kanjaro. Classic yep. Adam Strange villain. Is he? Like the, he's he's fought Adam Strange a few okay, times. Right. He might be the only Adam Strange villain. I don't <laughs> know. He's he's his uh, his major force. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I guess that makes sense. Like you know, I, I couldn't tell you otherwise who Kanjaro is is a main villain of. Yeah, well, the Justice League. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much it. Um, yeah, but, but Kandra Rowe is back, uh, he appeared in a couple of Blue Beetle episodes, mm-hmm. so, uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he is, uh, he is fucking with that Zeta Beam. Yeah. Uh, his plan is, uh, he has built a, a giant neutron bomb that, uh, he is, uh, going to capture a Zeta Beam, uh, and transport himself to Ron and blow it up. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I guess, rule over the husk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really think these things through. No, not I really. Guess. Yeah. I mean, he, he thought enough to... He has some sort of wand, like an energy wand, yeah. that I guess will protect him with positrons. <laughs> sure. When the when the neutron bomb explodes. That makes sense. Uh, yep. Yeah. Wibbly-wobbly. Yep. <laughs> well, just thank God he did not have any negatons. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, no, I know. I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it a neutron bomb or is it a negaton bomb? I, I can't remember. No idea. <laughs> I feel like it might have been a negaton bomb. Maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, who it, cares? It matters not. Nope. <laughs> uh, but what does matter is that uh, Adam uh, tries to stop him, uh, but then uh, Kandragaro gets the uh, the Zeta beam to work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Go. And, and Ken- also has a gang of, uh, of alien goons. That is also true. That are animal themed. Yeah. There's Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh huh. Yeah. And a shark guy. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like a hammerhead shark kind okay. of thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But definitely two of them were Bebop and Rocksteady. Definitely. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, so so as you mentioned, Kanjaro does uh, manage to to capture the Zeta beam and uh, uh, zap himself and the bomb and uh, Adam Strange and uh, most of his goons. Yeah. I think all the goons are there. Uh, the the first time does he grab all the goons? I think so. Yeah. Okay, because because uh, they they reappear on another planet, mm-hmm. uh, but. 
it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Uh, also, can I just say, uh, I still don't think it's right, but uh, I don't think that planet is actually pronounced Ron. It's Ran, right? I would assume so. Yeah. You know, That's always how I've said it. Right? Yeah. Because Ron is just some dude's name. Yeah. Or a, a local street. Right. <laughs> With an H in it. <laughs> Number is Ran. It's absolutely Ran. Yeah. All right. This show is wrong. Glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> and I said wrong, not Ron. Right. Because if I had said Ron, I would have said Ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the planet that they end up on, not Ran. Yes. Uh... Uh, what happens then is uh, an extended sequence of uh, Kanja Road just pressing the Zeta Beam button. Yep. Trying to get lucky. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but yeah, on that first planet, uh, they, he accidentally leaves behind one of his goons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, they, they go on to like, a forest planet where they, they are attacked by some sort of giant monster, mm-hmm. uh, but are able to... Uh, uh, zap away before I can get them, but uh, another goon is uh, left behind. Yeah. Presumably to die. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, <clears throat> and then, yeah, a montage of uh, random planets uh, with with uh, Kanjaru getting more and more uh, disgruntled that uh, it is not able to get him to ran. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Adam Strange is still just fighting the one remaining goon. Right. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a fun fight, too. It is pretty fun, yeah. yeah. He, he uses his rocket pack to, to great effect uh, on occasion. Yeah. Which which I would not have assumed he would have done. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, just as uh, Kandaro gives up, uh, he discovers that they're on Ren. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is not before they, uh, they zap uh, back to Earth. Oh. <laughs> Yes, that's and right. uh, interrupt Batman fighting some some goon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before immediately zapping away again. <laughs> it was pretty great. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's Batman's appearance in this segment. Yeah, he does have at least one appearance in each of the segments. Yeah, in some form or another. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's his in this one. Uh, pretty fun. It's pretty great. Uh, but yeah, so, so then, uh, yeah, they wind up on Ran eventually, uh, where, where they are immediately surrounded by the Iranian police. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, Kandaro tells them that, uh, he's got a bomb and he's gonna detonate it. Yeah. Uh, so, so they all kind of stand down. And, uh, classic villain mistake. Uh, Adam Strange asks him, uh, how is he going to protect himself from the bomb when he's on the planets yeah. that he is about to blow up? Yeah. And uh, that's when we find out about the positron bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so now comes uh, the great hero of the story. Uh-huh. That tiny little dog. Yeah, a little tiny, little tiny dog. Yeah. He, he runs runs in. Uh, apparently, he's been zapping around with them this whole time. Yep. He's probably hiding under the bomb or something. I yeah, that's it's probably disconcerting to be zapping around like that for yeah. a dog. Right. Uh, yeah, he he, uh, he emerges and, uh, and takes a takes a big old bite out of Kanjaro. That's a good little dog. He's a good dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
uh, Adam Strange uses that uh, as an opportunity to uh, to put Kantaro down. Yep. Uh, yeah, knocks him down, uh, and Kantaro still manages to to hit the button to to start the bomb. Mm-hmm. But uh, Adam manages to grab the uh, the wand away from him and uh, zaps him away with the bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving, uh, leaving Kandaru then, uh, exposed to, to basically die. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely sends him away to die. Adam Strange is going to murder Kandaru. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Why not? He, he does not have the morality of a Batman. No, he does not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kandaru manages to disarm the bomb, realizing now that he is screwed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and as he disarms the bomb, he, he turns around and sees the, the giant alien monster that he encountered on one of the previous planets. Yep. Uh, presumably to die at the, yeah. the teeth of that monster. Yep. Uh, so then back on Ran, uh, Adam Strange, uh, welcomes his wife, uh, with open arms. And, uh, manages to give her an anniversary present. Yeah. Uh, not the one that he had originally bought for her. No. But that tiny little dog. Yeah. 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 Alright, let's talk about this dog. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this dog, the dog is wearing a collar. Uh-huh. And it has tags. Yep. The dog belongs to someone. Yep. The dog is loose at the beginning of the episode. Uh-huh. So it's lost. Or it abandoned. Is, or it's, if you're going to abandon a dog... You're going to take off anything that could possibly lead someone back to you uh, sure, with okay, the dog. Fair. Yeah. No, so this dog is lost. Yeah. Someone has lost this dog. Maybe willfully escaped. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> like, either way. These people I live with are assholes. Either either way, this dog is, is, busted. is loose on the street in danger. Yes. And, uh, and then, yeah, gets zapped all around. And then ends up on an alien planet. Sure. And then Adam Strange just decides, hey, I don't care if this dog has previous owners who love it and miss it. Yeah. I'm going to give it to my wife because I suck at being a husband. Well, there is that. But, you know, he bonded with that dog. What? He he (laughs) saved that dog. The dog did lick his face. uh, bus. That's true. Yeah. And the dog licked his face. Sure. It was cute. And then hung around as they were zapped across uh, dimensions and time and space. Yeah. All right. But I I disagree with with the... I mean, at this point, he's basically abducting this dog. No, yeah, you're totally giving it to... You are 100% right. (laughs) It is as if I had gone to your house, taken one of your dogs, Uh and then given it to... You know, someone I was trying to impress. Yeah, yeah. or or if you if you happen to see or one of our dogs dog, out on right, the street, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, and it had tags in the collar, yep. and you're like, oh, this probably belongs to someone. I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to someone else. Sure, <laughs> I'm an asshole, <laughs> Adam Dick. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think that's what Kurt Busiek was complaining about on Twitter a couple weeks ago? Oh, that was so annoying. <laughs> like I like Kurt Busiek a lot, but. But shut up. Yeah. Just because you don't have a good idea about what to do with the character doesn't mean that it's just done. Right? I mean, isn't the whole thing about fiction, uh, especially like in a, a shared universe, that there are no bad characters, there are just bad writers? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Like, a good writer could come up with a great idea for any character if they really put some thought into it. Yeah. And Kurt Busiek's whole premise is that, nope, Adam Strange sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's... Just uh, because. That's real annoying. Yeah. Kind of, kind of brought Kurt Busiek down uh, a few notches I, with me at that point. He's he's been brought down a couple notches for me in the yeah. past, but but that did not help. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so that is the Adam Strange adventure. Yeah. One of four. How far in are we? Twenty minutes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Everybody gets strapped in for an eighty-minute episode because <laughs> we got. Three more of these to do. Yeah, I've got a feeling that uh, there's going to be one of these where we're not going to have much to say about it. At, at least one, yeah. probably two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next one, though, was The Flash. You may have heard of him. Yes, he's a, he's the uh, guy who's really fast and he wears a red costume. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. I couldn't put it together at first. Yeah. He's got a TV show now. Does he? Yeah, on on uh, the WB. Oh, I don't watch that. No, okay. No, they, they they show like shows about like you know pretty teenagers who all look the same. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's I, nice. I don't care for that. It's it's a nice it's a nice <laughs> channel. Well, I mean, I guess it's better than the UPN. Yeah, true. No, no UPN's got Buffy. That's not bad. Uh, that, 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 I guess yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the, the Flash is the star of our second section. Yeah. Double Which, Jeopardy! Double, that's, is that one that, what that one's called? This one, yes. Makes sense? Yes. Given, given, <clears throat> uh, the, the content of the story? Yeah. The Flash goes on Jeopardy? <clears throat> yep. He faces the Thinker? And, uh, Sean Connery. It's really strange. <laughs> I want to see that happen now. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> Uh, That's our next comic project. <laughs> let, me, let me finish the one I'm we're currently working on. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, so... Uh, uh, no, we, no. Forgive me if I'm, I'm incorrect about this, okay. but uh, you kind of like The Flash, don't you? I'm, I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah, I, en- I enjoy enjoy a occasional Flash story. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are not incorrect. Okay. Good, good to know. I believe I may have mentioned this once or twice before. Right, just just making sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, this one Batman has slightly bigger role. Yeah. Than the at least definitely than the previous story. Yeah. Uh, we actually open on Batman. Uh huh. As he is uh, pinned to a wall by a bunch of boomerangs. Yeah. It happens. Sure. <laughs> Uh, he has been captured by Captain Boomerang. Yeah! A classic Flash villain. That's right, and and star of the hit film Suicide Squad. Yep, Jay Courtney. Yeah. The world's worst actor. <laughs> the man who single-handedly brought down the Die Hard franchise. Was he, uh, was he John McClane's son? Yes, he was. Alright. Terrible fucking movie. I haven't seen any of them after... After With a Vengeance, I've not seen any of those. That was, a, that was That's the third one. third one. Fourth one, not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty enjoyable. Okay. Fifth one is a fetid piece of shit. Is that live free or die hard, or is that a good day to die hard? I think it's a good day to die hard. Okay. Yeah. Live free is the fourth one. Is the fourth one? Okay. Yeah. All right. 
I'm glad we cleared that up. Yep, me too. <laughs> Honestly, actually am. Yeah. Because I was having this conversation not that long ago with someone and could not remember the name of the last one. I'm really surprised that I remember I, the, the names of either of those. Yeah, me too, honestly. <laughs> what, I, I remember uh, Live Free or Die Hard because uh, Trivia Blind Bobs is Triv Free or Die Hard. Already? Because it's pop culture trivia, yeah. and it's awesome. <laughs> anyway, yes, Double Jeopardy. Yes. Uh, uh Batman is captured by Captain Boomerang, who is uh, uh, stealing a batarang. Yeah, well, makes sense. Impressive. Thematic. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's that's that's on brand for Captain Boomerang. Sure. Uh, so uh, sorry to derail once again. Okay. Uh, we can talk about Die Hard for no, no. Okay. Uh, we're actually going to talk about a completely different comic book series. Oh, okay. Uh, the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, which. Uh, Features as its, its primary uh, antagonist protagonist, uh, Boomerang right. from the, the Marvel Universe. Right. Uh, and as I was reading that, I was thinking about him and, and Captain Boomerang as well. And Boomerang-themed characters as is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for whatever reason, there was like a panel where Boomerang throws a boomerang. And... It does what a boomerang does, which is returns to whoever threw it. Right. Uh, which, quite honestly, like with both Captain Boomerang and Boomerang, they have so many trick boomerangs that they rarely ever return because they're usually, like, embedded in something or blow up. Right. Uh, and so it got me to thinking, uh, Batman has the batarang. Uh, they never return to him. He just throws them. I think that they used to return to him. Do they? I, I, I... I blame Frank Miller for this. Okay, that's as as I do so many other things. That is totally fair <laughs> and probably one thousand percent accurate. Because <laughs> because yeah, I mean that's that's when Batman sort of switched to the little shuriken type yeah. batarangs that lodge into Mostly people just, like, and throwing stars at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I feel like. I feel like there has to have been a point where the Batarang returned to him. Okay. Right? I would. I hope so. Yeah. Like, otherwise, why call it a Batarang? Yeah. Other than a clever type name for yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, even, I feel like, in uh, the Batman 66 series, they do occasionally use a Batarang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very rarely would they ever return to, to Batman. Well, yeah, because typically he's just using it to, to throw a rope. Right, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, just, I don't know. Just he could retrieve it when he gets up there. Stray thoughts about boomerangs. No, that's the, boomerang themed characters. That makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> don't know what that says about me, but that makes perfect sense. To All me. right. Anyway, <laughs> I highly recommend Superior Post of Spider Man. I heard that's very good. Yes, it is. Four year old title, long canceled. Excellent. <laughs> There's an omnibus. Sure. Uh, I know that uh, Steve Lieber sells them through his Etsy shop. There we go. And uh, uh, for cover price, you get the book and a sketch. Nice. Yeah. That is very nice. Yeah. And, of course, Nick Spencer, History's Greatest Monster. Right. That's right. Hail Hydra. Yep. <laughs> Hail Hydra. So, uh, anyway. So, yeah. Um, uh... Is uh, Captain Boomerang going to kill Batman with the Batarang? I don't know. Is that Maybe. what I think is going to happen here? I think so. Yeah, yeah so he, he throws the Batarang uh, at Batman. Uh, and uh, before it can strike him, it's caught in midair. Yes. Uh, by uh, the aforementioned Scarlet Speedster, the Flash. 
best in my life. That's right. Yep. And uh, just headcanon, it's Walt. Is it? I don't think so. Headcanon. It's okay. Okay. Uh, actual canon, I think, disagrees with you. But yeah, okay. <laughs> That's why I'm going to drive all the writers of uh, Batman Rabbit Bold off Twitter. Okay. You should definitely do that. Yep. Yeah. Fuck those people for not giving me what I want. Uh-huh. That's right. They're going to die. In this show that's long over. Yep. This is all unnecessary. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, so he, he, uh, uh, catches the, uh, the boomer, or the Batarang, uh, frees, frees Batman and takes all of Captain Boomerang's remaining boomerangs yep. in the blink of an eye. Uh, they, uh, they do a, a little dual punch. Sure. Which is awesome. Sure. I don't think one of those would actually work in real life. No? Yeah. Yeah, it would be like, like on either cheek. Right. Or, or one would just completely miss. Yeah. Or they would just hit fists. Yeah. And, and throw each other off. Well, they're good. They're uh, good superheroes. So. Yeah. They're good at what they do. I guess I am just thinking, like, if you and I were to try to double punch somebody, yeah. it would just go Oh, it would right. go really poorly. Yeah. Because <laughs> we haven't practiced. <laughs> <laughs> we should practice more. We should definitely. Where's Jason? <laughs> Need your help with something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, they, uh, they easily defeat Captain Boomerang, uh, and then Batman says, makes some remark about how, uh, you know, why didn't you get here sooner? I called you almost two minutes ago. Yep. Uh, turns out the Flashhead, uh, has a story to tell. Uh-huh. Uh, you ran into a little problem. Ran? Literally. Ran into yeah. A problem. Yeah. 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 He was on the planet Ran. Uh-huh. No. Ron? <laughs> and uh yeah so so uh he got the call from batman he was on his way and suddenly uh on the street a giant mirror is just right there yeah and uh he he already knows what's up uh but he turns around to run the other way and there's another giant mirror uh -huh. and then he is just surrounded by mirrors uh-huh and then he is suddenly surrounded by a maze of mirrors. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Yeah, it's, I don't know. But it's neat looking. Sure. Mirror maze. Yeah. So that could only be one villain responsible for this. That's right. Captain Cold. <laughs> Who? The top? I thought you were going to say the timekeeper. <laughs> He's, one, not a villain. <laughs> Two, he's renounced time. <laughs> Unless I'm behind and he's not renounced it. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. So renounce it. Okay. And three, not a flash villain. <laughs> yes. No, it's it's neither the top nor is it Captain Cole's or the timekeeper or the timekeeper. <laughs> Poor Maxwell Keeper. No, uh, if it's mirrors. It's the Mirror Master. Yeah. 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 I guess that should have been obvious. Yes. Mirror Master 2, to be specific. That is correct. It is the second version of the Mirror Master. Created by Grant Morrison. That's right. And, and, uh, much like its creator, uh, Scottish. Uh huh. Yeah. To, to great detriment. Yeah. Well, okay, so at first, <laughs> at first when he appeared, 
uh, and he spoke. I thought that he was German? And I was like, why Why is Mirror Master German? And then he spoke again, and he was definitely Scottish, yeah. and I was back on board. Well, either way, no matter what language or accent he was using, yeah. he was unintelligible. Really? Could not understand a fucking thing that he said Aww. during this entire segment. I don't have trouble with the Scottish accent. I normally don't. Yes. Did you do you remember who did did his voice? Uh not off the top of my head. I don't I don't remember either. Maybe Jeff Bennett or D. Bradley Baker. Maybe Grant Morrison. Could have been Grant Morrison. It would have been awesome <laughs> if it had been Grant Morrison. Well, why hasn't he broken out into to voice acting? That's true. He's, he's almost done everything else at this point. Yeah. To to you know, varying degrees of quality. Right. <laughs> Sure, he would be far more intelligible than whoever was pretending to be Scottish on this. Yeah, I, I didn't have a trouble. I didn't have trouble uh, understanding what he was saying. He also didn't really say anything very important, so no, you didn't yeah. miss anything. No, I mean it's yeah, typical it Mirror Master shtick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed that uh, he was uh, the version that has the bad teeth. Yes, which uh, comes into play. It's important. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Mirror Master does his usual stick where he uh, you know, makes a bunch of mirror duplicates of himself to, to beat up on the Flash, mm-hmm. uh, leaving the Flash uh, to fight a whole bunch of Mirror Masters uh, yeah. as the real one eludes him. Now, the, the problem with this plan is, uh, and I guess maybe it's not a problem or it's just something that we don't know about, uh, is that this version of the Mirror Master is, uh, uh, like, basically a villain for hire. Yeah. So who has hired him to kill the Flash? Right. He doesn't just do it on his own. No. Uh, doesn't he? I mean, I mean, he is a Flash villain. Uh, He's classically. Classically, yes. But but that's that's the Sam Scudder. Right. Mirror Master. This is uh this is Evan McCulloch. Yeah. He 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 only does it for a paycheck. Okay. It's how they it's how they defeated him in JLA. Yeah, Batman paid that. him more money and he walked away. Yep. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they've merged versions maybe. of Master for this show. No. <laughs> Pick one and stick with it, show. <laughs> anyway. And also, he's a Wally villain. Oh, he's not, not a Barry villain. Yeah. It's, this was Wally. Well, he's an Animal Man villain, oh, primarily. Right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so so uh, uh, the Flash fights a bunch of mirror copies of, of Mirror Master. Yep. And uh, uh, Mirror Master's plan is to uh, uh, basically just wear him down yep. until he's so tired that he can't fight back and he can kill him. And uh, uh, during the course of the fight, uh, the Flash is taking a brief, a brief breather at one point when uh, another villain appears yeah. out of thin air. Literally. Literally out of thin air. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's Abracadabra. Abracadabra. And I reach out and grab you. Yep. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, uh, another f- classic Flash villain. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a magician of sorts. Uh, in as much as that he is uh, from the 64th century. Very good. <laughs> and uh, he basically is just using future technology 
to uh, basically uh, trick people into thinking he's doing actual magic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all for the applause. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, he's in it. He's in it for the the glory. Yes. The glory of being a magician. Yep. <laughs> it was a different. Time. It was a very different time. <laughs> Have uh, for whatever reason on on uh, your 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 beloved uh, WB channel. Yes. On Friday nights, uh, because I am uh, lonely and alone. Okay. Uh, I often find myself uh, just sitting in my house, not doing anything. Okay. And and uh, the WB will have uh, a like like a lineup of magic shows. What? Yeah. Okay. Like, like in prime time. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, like, one of them is just, like, a straight-up, just, magic show. Alright. Uh, just, just, you know, hey, Las Vegas Greatest Magician, or something <laughs> like that, I don't know. Okay. And then, uh, the, the, the second show that they have is, uh, Pound and Teller Show, where basically they watch other magicians perform, and try to figure out how they're doing it, and, uh, whether or not, basically, like, if the magician performing can actually sort of trick Penn and Teller, they win the prize. Okay. It's actually pretty interesting. All right. Yeah. And, but that's uh, not kind of entertaining. Allison Hannigan is the host. Nice. Yeah. She's a famous magician. Yep. She did magic on Buffy. <laughs> it's true. Uh, is it weird that I only now think of her as from Mal- As Lily? Yeah. yeah. She's tangentially related to Neil Patrick Harris, who is an actual magician. That is also true. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right. But anyway, yeah, if uh, if you uh, ever find yourself without a life on a Friday night... All right. Uh, the WB has magic shows. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, so, yeah, so Abracadabra shows up, uh, you know, uh, asking uh, if, if he's, uh, you know, missed it. Right. Uh, Flash has no idea what he's talking about. And so the Abracadabra pulls out a newspaper from the future, uh, with, with a picture of, uh, Flash's empty costume laying on the streets, uh, saying that the Flash is dead. Yes. And, uh, the, the, the article attached to it, uh, apparently says that, uh, he was killed by Mirror Master. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is currently fighting. He is currently fighting Mirror Master. Uh, yeah, it turns out that because of all the time travel, uh, Abracadabra realized that the, the paradoxes uh, of him traveling through time to try to beat Flash uh, were just working against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, once he found out that uh, somebody else killed the Flash, it wasn't going to stop him from just watching and enjoying it. That's right. Yeah. I don't want to be there. Yeah. If my if my greatest enemy was uh, had something really bad happening to him. Right. I want to be there to see it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, is part of Abracadabra's, uh, super future technology, uh, yeah. magic stuff, uh, does that include super speed? Because he is keeping up with the Flash <laughs> the entire fucking time. <laughs> He's flying. He can fly, but he can't fly super fast. I don't know. He's drafting. Okay. He's drafting off of the Flash. <laughs> is the Flash lending him his speed? No. No. Okay. No. Speed force. Speed force. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so the Flash uh, still continues to, to fight uh, the Mirror Master clones. 
uh, Abracadabra is uh, still just hanging out watching, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, mentioned something about uh, how uh, it's kind of humiliating that uh, Mirror Master, this uh, snaggletooth simpleton, yeah, is the one that uh, kills the Flash. It, it seems like a shame. Yeah. Uh, so he says something about the Mirror Master being smelly, too, doesn't he? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. The Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, that just happens to give uh, Flash the advantage he needs. Because uh, uh, he immediately runs and punches one of the Mirror Masters, which causes all the other ones to disintegrate into glass. Yeah. Because it's the real Mirror Master. Yeah. And uh, Abracadabra is uh, confounded as to how he knew that was the real one. And uh, it's because he gave him the hint about his teeth. Right. Uh, this is the one part of him that is not symmetrical. So he was able to find the one with the correct positioned tooth. Yeah. <laughs> it checks out. Sure. The science is sound. It's good. That's that's pretty clever. I yeah, actually really like no, that. Yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, uh, uh, Kadabra is, uh, is distraught that, uh, the Flash is not dead, and he lashes out, uh, firing some sort of energy beam from his wand. Yep. Which, uh, apparently disintegrates the Flash. Yeah. Leaving nothing but his costume. <laughs> and then as, uh, the mirrors all sink into the street... Yeah, I don't know. They're they're just gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there just happens to be a crowd standing around, and one of them just happens to have a camera at the ready and uh-huh. takes the infamous picture from the newspaper. Yeah, of the Flash's empty costume. Yeah. Uh, but we obviously know the Flash is alive because he just helped out Batman. Right. Uh, yeah. Turns out that uh, he, uh, using his super speed, he grabbed uh, Mirror Master's uh, mirror device. Uh, made a, a energy projection of himself, and then stripped really fast, uh-huh. leaving his costume on the ground as he uh, went to go help Batman. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we see that it's Barry. Yes, because he's blind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, not you. I know. But the people who refuse to let Wally have his time—he's <laughs> Kid Flash in this universe. I it's know. fine. He'll have his day. Yeah. He had his day for 30 years. I know. threw it away. I know. He's, he's back now. He's back, but does it... He's back he, and he's important. Is he really... I think so. He's, he's in a book that nobody but you was reading. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's written fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, yeah. uh... Uh, so that's, flush, that's right? basically the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then uh, we're now on to our third story. Yeah, Jesus. Again, I'm gonna guess this is gonna be one. Mm. We're not gonna have a ton to say. Probably not. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because the hero of this one is Amazing Man. Amazing Man. Yes. What? Not not Amazing Man. Nope. Amazing Man. Apostrophe amazing. Yep. Uh, so, is this a Fred Hembeck character? No. Okay. No. Uh, amazing Man uh, 
had a had a series in the eighties. Why? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it was uh, it was written by Bob Rosakis. Okay. Who who, uh, who you may know from old letter columns as the Answer Man. Okay. He was an editor, and uh, um, I forget who drew Amazing Man, yeah. but uh, but yeah, it, it, it maybe ran for fifteen issues. I don't know, and uh, and then faded into obscurity until today. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that Amazing Man ever crossed over with any other heroes. Yeah, I. I know that there's an issue where he goes to a Mets game, and I know that <laughs> because I went to a uh, a comic book like academic conference uh, at my old college a few years ago. And uh, and one of the one of the presenters at the conference had written a paper about that issue of Amazing Man. I don't remember. I think it was about metafiction. I don't remember what it was. What the if thesis it was, was. It wasn't about metafiction. It was not metafiction, you asshole. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's uh, basically what I know about Amazing Man. Also, there's an issue where uh, Frank Miller did have the cover because it's amazing man teaming up with dark knight batman and robin <laughs> that's i own that one All i actually right. have that one so yeah amazing man i'm still i'm trying trying to unpack the you went to a comic conference at your old college scott mcleod spoke where someone wrote a paper yeah about an issue of amazing man yeah what i don't i don't remember <laughs> I was checked out for that one. All right. I forget what the other papers were from that session. <laughs> Someone do an issue of Orbush Man? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Impossible Man. No, no Impossible Man. No, what the? No, not Brand X. No. They were not all humor. Humor papers. <laughs> Yeah. Dissertation about stray token? No. Nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Amazing Man. Amazing Man. Is the star of the yeah. of our third section. In Kitty Catastrophe. Yeah? Is that what it's called? Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> why do you remember that? Because it's kitties and you like kitties. Well, I do, but also, what? That's true. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Which... Honestly, sort of a fitting title. Mm. Uh, so, Amazing Man has been hired by a couple to uh, cat sit for a night. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's the episode. Yep. It's basically uh, it's basically a Looney Tunes cartoon where uh, uh, Amazing Man uh, is a terrible cat sitter. Yep. Well, to be fair, it's a terrible cat. It is a terrible cat. It, yeah. It is. Stupid and ugly looking. Yeah. And, oh. uh, like all cats, it's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> the cat's name is Precious. Yes. Uh, so that makes uh, its owners an asshole. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then it's basically, uh, he sees Precious uh, go up the chimney. Yeah. Uh, but, but does not see that, uh, there is an opening on the other side where her bed is, mm -hmm. and, uh, that's where she jumps out and curls up and goes to sleep, 
Uh, he thinks she has gone up the chimney, where he basically spends the rest of the episode uh, somehow destroying said it's, chimney. It is poorly made. Yes. Because I don't think that Amazing Man has, like, super strength or I anything. I would not have thought so. Yeah. Yeah. This thing just falls apart. Yep. Uh, and that is it. That is the hijinks. Yeah. Uh, Batman's appearance comes, uh, when, uh, he has completely destroyed the chimney. Uh, fireplace, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the hearth. Yeah, sure, uh, alright. Uh, he, he imagines what Batman would do. And there's a thought bubble that forms over his head where a cartoony Batman, uh, cartoonier than usual. Right. Uh... Basically throws his arms up and screams and runs away, and then that's what Amazing Man does. Yeah. That's Batman's Batman's appearance in yep. that one. And that's it. That is it. Yeah. That one was terrible. It was it was it was dumb. Yep. Uh, I I bet that I would have loved it if I was uh if I was seven. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean I laughed at a couple points, but yeah. uh uh like this episode. Uh, it had dragged on way too long. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on from that one. All right, then. Uh, our, our final feature of the four-star spectacular. Yes. The Creature Commandos. Yep. And awesome. The Land of That Time Forgot. Is that... Oh, that's right. That is what that one was called. Yes. See, three out of You're four. Three. Well yep. done. Well done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, uh, the, the Creature Commandos... Uh, the famous monster heroes of World War II. Yep, are uh, are on a mission to uh, to find some lost, uh, lost planes that have gone down in in a, a specific area. Yeah. South America, South somewhere. America, yeah. 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 Uh, specifically, they're looking for a, a special Allied agent. Uh, you may have heard of Batman. I have heard of Batman. Yes, yeah. Batman is the is the Allied agent that they are after. Yeah, in World War Two. In World War Two. Yep, absolutely. So uh, uh, as they're as they're approaching the 1943 the, to be exact, did it, did it say the? It did exactly the, say 1943. All right, yep. all right, <laughs> right in the thick of it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, as they're approaching the the area, the island where uh, where Batman is uh, believed to have been lost. Uh, a pterodactyl <laughs> attacks their plane. Yep. And, uh, the commanding officer, uh, now, they don't really name any of the characters in this episode. Yeah. In this segment. They say his name. They do at one point. Yeah. Like, like towards the end. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Shreve. Yes. Uh, pulls out his Uzi and shoots the pterodactyl in the face. Yeah. Yeah, he shoots a Point dinosaur blank. in the face. Yep. With, with bullets. Uh-huh. On a cartoon. Yeah. Yep. Alright, what are you gonna do? Take it and go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the, the Creature Commandos, you're right, they don't identify who actually is part of the Creature Commandos. Right. Um, so there's uh, Frankenstein's monster. Yep. You know what? Frankenstein. Nope, Frankenstein's monster. Nope, 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 nope. Because, because, yes, he is Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. But he is also Frankenstein's progeny. Yeah. And he has a name. Yeah. And it is Adam Frankenstein. Yeah, alright. What do they call him in this? Was it like Sparky? Lucky, that's right. 
which makes no sense. <laughs> so lucky, lucky Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> uh, you've got uh, uh, Dracula. Yep. Uh, a werewolf, a uh-huh. wolfman. Yep. And uh, some sort of Medusa yep. character. Yep. And uh, yeah, they they are all soldiers in, in World War II, mm-hmm. led by just a guy uh, who was not Sergeant Rock. Right. Lieutenant Shreve. Yep. Just a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they, they crash land on this uh, island of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You might even call it Dinosaur Island. You might. <laughs> or a land that time forgot. Yeah. 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 And, uh... So they, they they get there, and uh, Frankenstein and, and uh, possibly the Dracula guy uh, make friends with a little baby tiny dinosaur. Uh, and then uh, the little baby tiny dinosaur runs away, and uh, we see it's uh, Mama, uh-huh. who is gigantic and furious. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lieutenant Shreve is taking pictures. Well, yeah, it's amazing. Well, sure. And, uh... Frankenstein uh, beats up the uh, brontosaurus that uh, has just attacked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess leaving her unconscious. Yeah, I think he just sort of sort of uh, choked her out. Yeah, I mean it looked like he crushed her throat. <laughs> I'm sure he did it with care. Sure. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lieutenant Shreve is still running around shooting dinosaurs in the face. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With his camera. And, and his gun. And his gun, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the, the majority of the of the rest of this segment is the creature commandos versus dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, but they get surrounded, and uh, the dinosaurs are just sitting there waiting, and not attacking, uh, because our real villain gets revealed, and it is a an albino T-Rex. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That talks. That talks, yeah. Yeah. He, he, Speaks in uh, pretty well, actually. Yeah, British accent. British accent. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, it turns out it's not uh, not your traditional albino T Rex. No, it is the ultra humanites. Yeah, classic JSA villain who uh, basically hops from body to body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, here he has uh, taken possession of a of a, of a T Rex. Yeah. yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, and he has. Uh, Implanted all the dinosaurs with a device that allows him to control them, and he is going to rule the world with his dinosaur army. Yeah, yeah. pretty solid plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now you're gonna fight dinosaurs. Yeah, I, he's he's at least gonna uh, defeat the allied powers yeah. with the dinosaurs, so yep. that because uh, apparently he's a big anti-Semite. Yep. <laughs> Which I don't think is too far off from uh, his origin. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just what little I remember. Because I gotta say this, every time he appeared in the JSA, uh, man, those were boring stories. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra Humanite has, like, every comic story that I've ever read with him as the villain. Fucking dull as shit. <laughs> I mean, he appeared on the Justice League cartoon a few mm-hmm. times, right? Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed those for the most part. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, in the comics, I... Yeah. Not so much. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Couldn't tell you why. Yeah. They just found it really boring. Hmm. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so yeah. So then uh, Batman shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he's got a plan. 
to, to defeat the Ultra Humanite, they have to uh, get rid of his little remote control that he's using with his tiny T-Rex arms. Right. It's on his phone. Yeah. It's weird. He's yeah. using his phone as a remote. It, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so the, that's their goal, is, yep. to, is to get that away from him. And, uh... They do. Yeah. Yeah. Some teamwork, and they use their monster powers. Uh, apparently, Medusa's is that she uh, bites people with her head snakes. Yeah, doesn't. Yeah, I I expected uh, uh, I expected the dinosaur to turn to stone. Yeah, when it looked her in the eye. Nope, it did not. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just she just has bitey hair. Yeah, it's weird. weird. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, so they, they manage to, uh, destroy the remote control. Uh, the vampire uh, turns into a bat and steals it from the T-Rex, and, uh, Lieutenant Shreve uh, shoots it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remote control, not the vampire. Yes, yes. So though he's pretty close to yeah. probably just hauling off and shooting the vampire, too. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so the, the ultra-humanite tries to escape, uh, but it can't. Because tiny T-Rex arms. Tiny T-Rex arms. Aww. <laughs> and so then in the episode's most horrifying moment... Uh-huh. A, canister, a canister juts out of the T-Rex's head and crawls away with a living brain inside. Yeah. That is the ultra-humanite. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, and apparently the dinosaur's still alive? I, yeah. That seems... Improbable. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again, we watch a brain slide out of a dinosaur's head. Yeah. It's gross yep. and weird. In, in a spider robot. Yeah. Thing, with the brain in a jar. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it, uh, it tries to escape, but uh, with the dinosaurs out of his control, uh, they are now turning their attentions to him. Right. Uh, and they corner him in uh, his, his little room or something. Yeah. And, uh, and then our heroes get away. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Lieutenant Shreve and the, uh, the, the, the boat, uh, their escape boat, uh, taking pictures of the island. And uh, the U.S. Army is going to make some terrific soldiers out of these dinosaurs. That's right. And then uh, Lucky Frankenstein <laughs> grabs the camera from him, crushes it, and throws it into the ocean. Yeah. And uh, the vampire uh, basically tells him that, uh, you know, the, the government may have created them. Which, what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they knew what they were getting into, whereas these dinosaurs are simple creatures and should just be left alone. Yeah. That's it. And then they devour Lieutenant Shree. Yep. Because <laughs> they're monsters. Because they're literal monsters. Yep. So I did a little uh, research on the Creature Commandos. Okay. Because uh, I've sort of always heard of them, but never knew what the deal was outside of just monsters fighting in wars. Okay. Uh, they were created in 1980, which shocked the hell out of me. Yeah. Because I would have assumed that was definitely a Silver Age thing. Yeah. Uh, by Jam DeMatteis. Okay. And basically what happened is uh, he was writing Weird World Tales for DC uh, just before the DC implosion Okay, you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then that happened, and he was out of work for a year. <laughs> and when they finally hired him again, uh, he was put back on Weird World Tales and said, Hey, uh, what if uh, we had monsters fighting in the war? 
And uh, Len Wein said, well, that just sounds silly, so that'll probably sell, so <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and then the book uh, still got canceled, like, issues later. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, the creature commandos were all soldiers who basically uh, submitted to uh, experiments uh, that turned them into the monsters. Nice. Uh, Lucky Taylor was a soldier who stepped on a landmine and barely survived mm. and was put back together but lost all use of his vocal cords. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the, the uh, vampire Vincent Velcro... <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, was basically given a serum that turned him into a vampire. Okay. Uh, he does need human blood to, to live. Okay. Uh, and he has all the traditional vampire powers. Uh, the, the werewolf, uh, which I forget what his, Walter Griffith was his name, I believe. Okay. Uh, he, uh, was basically a kid who had, uh, lycanthropy and they gave him a serum which basically turned him into a full-blown werewolf. Okay. And, uh... Uh, Myrna Rhodes, uh, was a scientist working for the project who took a serum that, uh, made her grow snakes out of her head. Okay. What? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, also G.I. Robot was a part of the team at one point. Yeah. And it's the same project that created the superhero Miss America. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, you the, learned a lot. I did learn a lot. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, they were they were revived uh, a couple different times in modern day, and I believe there was even a new Fifty Two version where uh, uh, that version of uh, the Frankenstein monster was was their leader mm -hmm. uh, as part of uh, Shade. Yes. Say yeah. So, yeah. I learned some stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Good good on you. I like monsters. <laughs> I like some war. Yeah. Should work out perfect. All right. <laughs> So what a weird episode. It was, it was really weird. It was really great, though. Yeah, for I the really, most part. I really liked uh, three quarters of it. Yep. And uh, moderately enjoyed the, the one quarter of it. I would, would say that my feelings are exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, but also super weird that uh, this is the second to last episode of this series. Yeah. And uh, it seems a little ballsy to do one without Batman in it, for yeah. the most part. Which is breaking formula left and right. Yeah. But I guess at this point, they're just like, well, fuck it. Let's see what we can get away with. Yeah. And they got away with quite a bit. They did, and it was great. Yeah. And uh, I would also like to point out that uh, second to last episode, uh, we have not seen Equinox return from his uh, uh, episode a couple weeks back. Right. Uh, in which he declared he would uh, come back and be evil again and all that <laughs> stuff. Well, there's one left. <clears throat> there is one left. We'll see what happens. We will. I already know what happens. Yeah. But I guess we'll we'll see if Equinox is a part of that. <laughs> He's not. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know who is. Yes. And I'm excited. Oh, you should be. <laughs> and you'll find out next week. Yeah. Uh, on, on the final episode of Batman Remember the Moon. That's right. Yeah. Final episode of the Viewmasters. Uh... To be continued. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.